performers happiness in the arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage we bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity authenticity love and of course humor all guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers and while we do it ah we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis penis you guys, let's welcome Natalie. Natalie, thank you so much for coming on. I've been a fan for a very long time. For those thank who you. do not know who Natalie is, literally just Google it. You'll you'll then know, and you will never forget, and you'll cyber stalk her for the rest of your life and be so happy. <laughs> so first of all, Natalie, thank you so much for coming on today. This means the world to me and everyone. Thanks. <laughs> um, I wanted to find out from you in your journey, what, where did you start to go, hey, I want to start this whole riffing thing on, on, and, and, and do this on YouTube and make this a regular thing. I think this could be something people will love. Where, what, where did you kind of get that whole idea? Because that takes a lot of confidence and like, let's go for it kind of. Um, okay. I probably should do like a backstory because a lot of the things I put out were sort of by accident. It was never like, I'd like to start a riff series and everyone's going to like it. Like it never was that per se, but like, I guess when Mariah, I'm sorry, when Beyonce's halo was on the radio in 2012, I was on the tour of Les Mis. And so I was backstage a lot cause I was a swing. So I understudied and, um, had a lot of time on my hands and somebody asked me how to do the riff on the word night. And I said, I don't know, let me count the notes. And then I counted the notes and there were seven notes. And I was like, if you tilt your head on the fifth note, you'll hit it. She's like, cool, that works. And then I tested this made up method out on my wardrobe supervisor, who was not a singer and she could do it. So I knew that it was like sort of um, good for the everyman. And then I remembered like a couple riffs had been like broken down for me. And I never, I had all these riffs in my head, but I was going to do like one video on photo booth or something. And, but then I had like a friend who was a good editor. And so I was like, let me ask somebody who's like a medium riffer. That way it's not like somebody, like somebody who's not that great, like can't attain these goals. And then I just did 35 episodes. It was never planned to do it like that. It was just like, I guess this is kind of cool. I'm onto something. And then it was just a thing. It was so great. I loved it. I, I didn't keep up with it like a great student, but every once in a while, I was, oh, I'm going to learn a riff. And my husband's in the in our studio apartment hearing me go, ah, yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing. I love it. And what was your, how did that change your life when that? Well, the whole, I mean, to be honest, like that did, but also like just being on the internet changed, like changed everything because the, again, a lot of my career has been by accident on a, and on purpose. I grew up wanting to be like a pop star and I used to be like, discover me on the streets of New York and then never try, like in, back in my day was not, I want to be an internet star. Like that's not a thing. So when I sang at uh, my senior year at somebody's uh, house, the, like a musical theater party, I sang And I Am Telling You from Dreamgirls and this freshman put it up on the internet and was like, yes, girl, like making all these comments. And then he put it on this thing called YouTube.com and he labeled it And I Am Telling You, White Girl Can Blow. And then I got friend requests on Facebook the next day because the Dreamgirls movie was coming out. So it was like right place, right time. It was funny. And I did it for real. Um, and then 
that's what's I, that is the video that this is why I'm here right now. That's incredible. I love that. I'm just, I, I think what you put out there is absolutely incredible. It's quality. And even when you're sharing those lessons with your students, everybody learns from it and, and you make the, uh, clearly the student as well as the, the viewer feel comfortable, which is That's really cool. That is one of my goals. I think like I, at, at my concerts, my concert goals are like to make people feel like we're hanging out. I don't yeah. like removed like hello and now my next song is like i like to be like weird and yeah i love it and i would want to now dive more into the topic on singing confidence because i think you probably see that a lot people coming in all nervous you know they've seen you i mean and you're the quality of your voice and everything that you produce is just wonderful what what have you found to be a real common thread amongst the singers that you've worked with regarding singing confidence that has been a big struggle um well i just think it's i mean i work with different types of students i always think it's so funny when some of the best singers i've ever met have no confidence and that just like blows my mind whereas not to shade anyone else but some of the singers that are not that good have a lot of confidence so I think also you just have to like fake it till you make it. Like I'm confident in certain things, but certain things I'm like not as we all are, you know? When you're saying the fake it till you make it, I, of course we all know that, that saying, but what have you done maybe even within yourself just now, maybe identifying that has really helped that confidence come to another level for you? Because you're very brave. You do a lot of, you take risks all the time all the time you you take leaps on a regular basis so i was wondering like how what has that been for you regarding confidence how did you how do you get there it's so funny that you say that because in certain aspects of my life i have no balls the like for example like the posting <clears throat> okay posting like mistakes of me is like why wouldn't you like, I just don't even think, like, I'm so embarrassed by this. Like, that's why whenever somebody cracks in my lesson and I'm like, have you seen my blooper reel? When you do the good riffing and he pretends he's singing it and then he does the purposeful bad riffing, was that from you guys just playing around one day? I had the idea in the shower three years ago at his own um, concert because we were going to do it. We didn't know what we were doing. And he was like, I feel like I should lip sync to her because I'm, I'm really good at lip syncing. And then I was like, well, what if we then change off? And then it was just like a bunch of ideas. And then it turned into something insane. And so now we can't stop. Oh, I love that. And I, a full confession, I actually met you oof, more than 10 years ago. <laughs> um, we were at an audition. And tell me to repeat as we go, because the connection is ass. Um, but we were at an audition years ago at the Equity Building. And I had already seen you sing I'm a Star online. And I acted like I hadn't seen it. And I wasn't a big fan. And I acted so chill. And, and you, like, asked me some questions, you know, like the weight. And we had some very small talk. And I was, like, in heaven oh and hiding. But, but, but keeping it all inside. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. But, um, and that was before, uh, the riffs, uh, yeah. cause, cause that, how did that happen for you? Cause that was big. Cause who were you filling in for with that performance? So I graduated in 2007 and then 
I have been like Facebooking Scott Allen because he was like one of the new composers before the new composers. Um, and I said, like, I love your music. And then he was dating an acquaintance of mine. So then he was like, your voice is great. Let's work together. And I was like, ah, because I was like just graduating college. And I was like, you know, um, and then so first it was Carly Gibson and then Eden Espinosa uh, got sick. So it was like a double fill in. <laughs> and I think he said that he checked every video of me on the Internet to make sure I could sing it. And then he asked me and then I was like, cram city. And then I was like, this is my moment, you know. It really was. It really was. It's spectacular. It was like baby Natalie. I mean, I can't, I don't, I'm a star so hard. I can't even sing that now. <laughs> it is very hard. It is a very difficult song. And just the way the the notes, yeah, the order of the notes, I'll put it that way. Yeah, it's a difficult one. I want to do a game with you now. So yeah. the game is going to be, I ask you a question and you're going to just give me the first answer that comes to your head. All right. So very, very easy. Um, number one, poop or pee? Poop. <laughs> uh, favorite bachelorette? I'm going to say Hannah because this I didn't think she was going to be, and then she was. She was my favorite. She was my favorite. <laughs> I, I, I was not expecting it to be that good. Yeah, she's incredible. I hope she gets another try. I feel so bad. Winter or summer? Summer. Sleep or starring in your Broadway show? That's so hard because I'm such a sleeper. I'm such a napper. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I hate. I think I'm lazy if I say sleep, but like I'm such a sleeper. I I'm I say both. I'm the, that's not the answer. <laughs> I can't me with sleep. <laughs> Favorite part of about your Broadway show, Rapture? Oh, about what? Oh, God. Um, getting to sing backup harmony while doing Fierce Dancing and singing yeah. tight harmonies, actually like moving and doing like movement that I'm good at. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, favorite Christmas food? I like literally don't celebrate Christmas. So that's so tricky. I'm at Atlantic city gambling, but <laughs> I'm going to say sweet potato pie. If somebody serves that. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. And what is the first thing you do in the morning? Open my eyes. I had a joke about this the other day. Um, honestly, it's bad, but I check all my notifications and my email. I do that too. It's so bad. And, and, and people have said different things and that's so bad for your chi and everything. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> the first thing uh, I do is press snooze though. Yes. Yes. I like that. A good snooze. Oh, we already have a love this. Somebody said, I love this. And somebody else is saying, Hey ladies, I get the note. I, I don't think you see it, but just letting you know, hello back. It's just this Facebook user. It doesn't say who is saying hello, but um, hello back. <laughs> All right. Now I want you to have a mic drop moment. So this would be you speaking to maybe even a younger you on confidence, where you are at then and what advice you have to give to yourself with where you are now. doesn't need to be one sentence, like go for it. But I would just like you to like, what are big pieces of advice uh, regarding where you, how you felt about singing and putting yourself out there and where you are now starting in five, four, three, 
two, uno, and go. Okay. First, I would say like um, this is, this has to do with something that I've learned in the past couple years is like knowing your worth because I obviously when you graduate, you do everything for free. Like I fully suggest saying yes to everything. And that's what I did. And then like, as I was getting more, I hate to say the word successful, but more busy. I like to say occupied. Um, I was like consulting other people and like, cause I didn't have anyone guiding me except for like very close friends and family that were like, no, Natalie, don't do this. You're no, this is your rate. And I'm like, what's my rate? They're like, this is what you're worth. And so knowing your worth. Um, and then like, yeah, it's saying no, but with um, power, like finding power and saying no, not feeling bad about it. Cause I like to say yes to everything. Um, being nice to everyone because like, you know, I could have been a bitch to you at that EPA. And then you're like, I'm not interviewing her 11 years later. <laughs> it's, you really true. it's true. It's true. Um, and I think that's what I have right now. I love it. Thank you. That's super. I think this is super helpful to a lot of people because a lot of people watch you. A lot of people follow you. Oh, last yeah. year, sorry is that it's okay to change your mind because I was going through like a rough period a year and a half ago where I was like, I have no purpose. I don't know what I'm doing. And then having this like other field that sort of came to me because I was interested in teaching, you know, I, I did apply for music ed, but I chose musical theater and I'm able to do like a bunch of different things. And it's okay if I'm not in a show or haven't been in 10 years, like I'm doing other things. So, um, Broadway doesn't define you and it's okay. I, for me, I just like being busy. So I encourage everyone to have projects. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do keep yourself busy and, and, and people love it because then they get to watch you perform. So, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. This clearly means so much to me and I know many other people, you are a gem. Please keep doing what you are doing. Thank you.